What is up, Rubber Ducks? I am Sage Emma, and I am a pagan lady who is here to share her journey of magic and manifestation with you all. Alrighty, so this is the very first episode, so I guess let's just get into it, shall we? Okay, so, um, I guess one of the things that I really want to cover, um, in the first few episodes would be my spiritual journey up until this point. And then going forward, maybe discuss things that I'm either learning on a weekly basis or just things that I've learned recently. So for the very, very first one, what I would really like to tackle are a few examples of things that I manifested um, without knowing that I was manifesting because I had no clue what manifestation laws or what universal laws even were. So um, I... I guess the first example that I really want to share with you all is how I ended up manifesting, um, like a teacher that I wanted. Um, so in the world of manifestation, there is a a concept called like manifesting an SP. So what does SP even mean? Right? So it means a specific person. Now a specific person can literally be anyone. It can be like someone in your family that you're trying to manifest to do something, uh, it can be like a new lover. It could be um, like a something like someone at work or at school that you want to manifest to do something. And then you basically just or you manifest them into your life or like becoming friends with them. Those kinds of things. So um, obviously I was a child, a child when I did this. But this is one of the bigger examples that stands out to me because um this teacher that I manifested is, uh, she's the reason why I even got into Harry Potter because she basically like she read the books to us in class and she also read, um, like I think the book, she read the book Holes. She read other books too, but, um, the Harry Potter series were, was one that really like stood out to me, but then also Holes became one of my favorite books and it still is to this day. And it's also one of my favorite Disney movies. So to me, like, she was one of, like, those teachers that kind of, like, in a weird way changed my life. Not necessarily by teaching, but just by teaching me different things that I normally wouldn't have, right? So one of the things, one of the reasons I wanted to even manifest her in the first place was because, um, so towards the end of fourth grade, when I was nine years old, um, she came into the classroom and she like introduced herself light, like very briefly. But some of the kids in my classroom, if I remember correctly, knew her from having her like in an earlier grade or they knew someone who knew her and they told me stuff or they just like mentioned here and there, not specifically to me, but they mentioned stuff like, oh yeah, she does like an ice cream party or like a pizza party or like you know, they, they were just kind of like hyping her up and, and I was like, you know what, she sounds so much more exciting than the other teacher that had come into the classroom. So right away I was like, well, I really, I would rather, if I had a choice, I would rather it be her than the other teacher. So what ended up happening is um, they technically didn't give us our like classroom assignments or who our teacher was going to be until like a few weeks prior to the school year beginning. So I had the entire summer without knowing who my actual like homeroom teacher was going to be. So as a kid, um, and even now actually, what I really enjoy doing is I'll 
you know, I'll add little melodies to like sentences or like I'll, you know, make little songs or like parody songs that are out there. Sometimes if I don't like some of the lyrics, I'll change it and then I'll sing it. I'll sing my version. It's really weird, but that's just how my brain works. Um, So what ended up happening here is, or where I'm going with it is um, throughout the summer, I started to sing a little like jingle. Um, I felt it feels more like a jingle because really I want to say it was just like one sentence that I just kind of like kept repeating to myself. So I ended up saying something along the lines of like, my name wants to get and then like, miss her last name um and then I just kind of like repeated that to myself over and over again now one thing that I know now is when it comes to manifestation there's or really I guess hmm, I don't know how to word it so here we go so if I remember correctly from my law of attraction days um Abraham Hicks likes to say something along the lines of there's two there's two sides to every topic. There's the positive side and the negative side, right? So in this particular case, what I could have done is I could have focused on the teacher that I wanted or I could have focused on the teacher that I didn't want. What I did instead was focus on the teacher that I did want without realizing that that was even a manifestation technique. So what I ended up doing is I just kind of like sang that little jingle that I created randomly. It wasn't like, I don't think it was every day, but at least I I might have thought it or sung it like at least once a day during the entire summer. So when it came time for us to go get our school supply list and and find out who our teacher was going to be, I think my mom did have to go in and like re-register us or finalize the registration or something weird like that at our school. That's when I found out that I ended up having her as a teacher and I was like so ecstatic. Now, it's one of those things where, um, yes, I was very, like, happy to, like, have her as a teacher, but that didn't mean that, like, it was always, like, smooth sailing, because, like, one time, uh, I remember me and my friend were, like, laughing in class, and she got pissed off at me, (laughs) and, well, she got pissed off at both of us, and she ended up, like, literally, she, like, grabbed my desk and, like, shoved it to the side like it was very traumatic if I'm being honest with you all but um it's just one little instance you know where I think we were being I mean we were being rude we were being disrespectful we were just laughing at random shit we were like low-key making fun of one of our classmates too so we were just being jerks so in a weird way I think we I deserve that so but yeah and, and you know it's Stuff that I like, I still look back at her, even though that did happen, and like it wasn't always smooth sailing. And I still see her as one of my favorite or more influential teachers that I had. Because if I'm being honest, um, I don't remember every single one of my teachers. I remember a few of them here and there, um, um, but not everyone. Like I, I have forgotten a few names here and there, but um, yeah, she was definitely one of those teachers that definitely stood out to me, and. Um, It wasn't until recently when I started trying to come up with topics and and things that I was going to talk about in my podcast and on my YouTube channel that I realized that I manifested her as as a teacher without even knowing anything about manifestation. And that's one of the reasons uh, that's where I got the idea to make it an an episode dedicated to just examples of 
manifesting without knowing the laws of attraction or anything because if you look at it um everyone manifests even if they're an on autopilot there's always going to be examples of universal laws out there of the universal laws out there or just examples of manifestation without the person even believing in manifestation um so i wanted to share a few examples and just kind of i guess things that i have learned i guess along the way as well um so my second example is from when uh, okay so this one was in high school and this one really has to do more with i guess just changing your mindset um so i myself have always had issues with like anxiety and with depression but um it's it's something that like you don't always know that you have it until like you know i guess you become more self-aware and then or and you or you catch glimpses of it and you realize that something is like really wrong so for me when i was in, in high school i just kind of like labeled myself more of like a as a wallflower more of a quiet kid but you know looking back now as an adult that i'm a lot wiser i do see that and i did in fact have depression i did in fact have a lot of anxiety and and then i look back even further into my childhood and i see those patterns were always there so for me um i i want to say i mean looking back now i i don't regret necessarily anything that i went through um because i always believe that you know everything does happen for a reason um that's an assumption that i've always had so for me i was meant to experience those things and they're the reason why i am where i am today um so for me i know that um so my freshman year was i mean my all my high school career was pretty decent like i didn't do horrible in school but i did have a few moments where my depression kind of like was kicking my butt just a little bit but um so summer between my junior year and my senior year so we're talking 2008 um i ended up <laughs> having kind of a big blowout with my mom and um it, it just kind of like i mean i'm not going to go into details as to what the big blowout was about but i ended up um you know talking to my dad and and he gave me the opportunity to like move in with him because i i believe at that time his lease was literally like about to end or had just ended so he's like you know what screw it like i'm moving out and i'm all try to find an apartment with like two bedrooms so that you can move in with me so i had the opportunity to go ahead and move in with him and i did now because I was moving in with him. I almost wanted to use this as like a an opportunity to have like a new mindset or just like start fresh, right? Cuz that's exactly what it felt like. It felt like a good opportunity to start fresh and where I could try to better myself or just try to get a little bit better, you know, emotionally and mentally. So I I made the intention or put the intention out there that I was going to enjoy my senior year a lot more than i had my other three previous years of high school. So, i ended up um i'm not going to lie though. Okay, so like move when i first moved in with my dad, uh, things were pretty good, but at some point um they weren't. 
because um, unfortunately my father he was a narcissist um so he always had like he he was always like gaslighting me or like just being kind of a jerk um whenever he was like stressed out or he felt less or he felt like he wasn't good enough he used that opportunity to like push me down I know it's, I know it doesn't make a lot of sense to the people that knew him but that's that's the real him that was the real him um so anyways I'm getting a little distracted here but despite my life at home not being the greatest even though I thought it was gonna get better my at least my high school experience was a little bit better and it all had to do I think with the fact that I did intend that I was gonna try to make the most of it and try to do things that I hadn't done previously now I um my junior year was in the horticulture club um horticulture is like the study of plants and agriculture and those things just in case you guys were wondering um so I was a part of the horticulture club and I was a pretty good student too like when it came to art and I had a few achievements that year and stuff so I mean I did pretty good you know I manifested really good things when I was in high school but in my senior year I made it a priority to try to um like befriend more people or just to like put myself out there a little bit more so instead of uh, rejoining the horticulture club what I ended up doing instead was I joined the art club now the art club is something that I actually wanted to sign up for starting as a freshman but so my my, my high school the high school that I went to was kind of strange because um, we only had like I mean each class was around a thousand students so what happened is they ended up making what they called the freshman center, which is a building that was completely separate from like the main high school building. And that when I say it was completely separate, I mean, it was literally like across town. So if you were a freshman, you went to a building like completely separately from like the main high school. So because of that, that made it kind of hard for me to be able to join the art club my freshman year, because I would have to rely either on rides or taking the bus back and forth. I didn't have a cell phone at the time, so I knew that my parents probably wouldn't feel the most comfortable, not to mention the neighborhood that we lived in when I was going to the freshman center wasn't the greatest. Um, so I grew up in a town called Cicero, which is uh, it's technically a suburb and it's right outside of Chicago, but we live toward the northern side, which is where like the border was. Chicago and, and Cicero and it wasn't the night the nicest at least when I lived around there so my parents didn't really feel comfortable with the fact that I didn't have a cell phone um, and then they had to work so it's not like they can go pick me up and, and you know take me to and from the house I would have to walk by myself so they prefer that I do it like you know when when there was a lot of other kids around and stuff like that so I wasn't able to join my freshman year and then going forward what I can't remember why oh right so my sophomore year I wasn't able to join because when I was a sophomore um, I had to I was the only person who could pick up my little sister after school um, and I want to she's like nine years younger than me so like I was the one who had to go and pick her up from school and then 
you know, basically like walk her all the way home. And we're, I mean, there was just no way for me to be able to um, go ahead and, and, you know, attend the, any clubs really, or any after school activities, because my responsibility was to watch over my little sister. So it wasn't until junior year that I was actually able to do or join activities because by this time we had actually moved and we lived about a block or so away from like the main high school building. Um, And then I feel like at that time, either my dad or my stepdad were the ones who were taking my little sister to and from school. So it wasn't on me anymore to go ahead and do that. So I could actually join like a club. And and at the time I was taking a class in horticulture. So I ended up joining the club because I really liked the teacher. She was like really cool. So my senior year was the only year I was actually able to join um, the art club, which was really fun. Um, And it's crazy because I ended up making a few friends um, in the art club, but also just in general, like my senior year. I feel like I'm still Facebook friends with a couple of them, but obviously like time and distance does make, you know, people kind of go their own separate ways. It's perfectly normal, but at least it made my senior year a little bit more enjoyable, which is really nice. I also remember um, I always wanted to go and like, go to like the high school dances and and I wanted to um I wanted to go see like the homecoming parade the homecoming game but due to either like not having a ride or not having a lot of extra cash and um like you know from other reasons I, I wasn't able to do any of that either um during my first three years of high school so when I was a senior I was able to um because I was in like the art club, we were able to like walk in the parade. Um, I remember, I remember, so our mascot is like Mustangs. So I remember the theme was like Mustang Madness or something like that. And I, what I suggested, and I still to this day think that this would have been so real, like it would have been really cool, but no, it was not chosen. So I, uh suggested that we make paper mache masks of like horses and then paint those like like in artsy ways or like you know like just thinking outside of the box um making them look kind of mad and you know or like you know kind of crazy but i don't remember if it was the teacher who was in charge of the club or if it was like the president or like her little friends one of them suggested Alice in Wonderland because it's all about like madness and stuff. So that's the theme that was selected. Um, and I ended up dressing up as like the Cheshire cat. Now I didn't actually like go out and buy a costume. What I ended up doing instead was I think I just wore like a purple uh, t-shirt or something like that. And then I made like ears and then I made a tail and that was it. Because um, I think I painted my face too, but Um, I didn't feel like going out and and like buying, you know, a costume for a theme that I just didn't even like, Um, especially that I was only going to wear like once because I literally had no intentions of rewearing that like anywhere. Um, And I remember like my friends were like Tweedledee and Tweedledum and like we we had a lot of fun like walking in the parade and stuff. Um, And then after after the parade, though, I was like exhausted um, from what I think it was like maybe because we ended up walking from like our campus in Cicero to the uh, 
so I guess my high school is technically like Morton East, but then like the the school in the town next to us was um, Morton West, and they're I don't know. It's like the school was together, so they're like our a lot of our sports were like blended together um but we technically were two separate campuses and the west like so basically what we did is we walked it from like the east campus in cicero to the west campus in um berwin i can't remember exactly how long it was in the distance but i'm a bigger person and it was like really hot that day because <laughs> it was like early september so i, I just remember being like exhausted and i wasn't planning on going to the um to the homecoming dance because i didn't have anything to wear um we didn't really have money but i feel like last minute my sister was gonna go um, and this was like my younger sister like I think my because she lived with my mom so I want to say that like my mom um kind of like I think my mom paid for her like for her ticket for her to go and stuff like that and and my mom was like well if you want to go I'll pay for you to go too so then I, I wasn't really sure if I was gonna go or not but I ended up deciding last minute that I was gonna go so me and my sister ended up going to the homecoming dance together and then once we were there, I hung out with her friends for like a little bit since we rode there together and her friends were really cool. Um, but at some point I did see my friends and then I think, I, I, if I remember correctly, I, I did end up going more like towards my friends at that point. Um, but either way, like I really enjoyed myself and I'm so grateful that I did have the opportunity to go just because I hadn't been able to do those kinds of things, you know, in the previous three years, which really sucked. Um, now at some point though, <laughs> during that, um, during that year or that school year, um, around March that I think that's around the same time that like the recession hit in 2009, to, like early 2009. So my dad ended up losing his job and instead of like looking for a new job, what he ended up doing is he ended up moving to Mexico um, so my dad, before my grandfather passed away, he did promise him that he was going to watch over like my grandmother. So I guess he took that as an opportunity for him to go and take care of her so that because um, I guess in his mind, like we were like more grown up or whatever, and he lost his job. So he I guess he took that as an opportunity to go, um, even though everyone advised him not to. Everyone like told him, like, don't do it. Don't do it. But he ended up doing it anyway. Um, shot himself in the foot with that one. And then he blamed us for it, which is really fun. Anyway, let's not get too much into that. This isn't meant to bash him. I'm just saying, like, because he, I was living with him at the time. And because he made that decision, um, I had to move in back with my mom, which I wasn't too happy about because her and I had not really, like, hashed out the big blowout that we had or anything like that. So I wasn't really comfortable moving back in with her but I had no choice because I was 17 years old I didn't have a job um and I mean it was just kind of like out of my hands really so I had to move back in with her and like all of my siblings and my stepdad and um I mean at first it was kind of like I mean, it took some adjusting, but honestly, it ended up being a lot better for me mentally and emotionally to be back there than it was with uh, my dad anyway. So um, I remember I wasn't sure if I was even going to be able to go to prom because um, there just wasn't a lot of money 
Um, so I, I was kind of like, I was a little bummed out, but I, I, I did end up going. Um, it was all very last minute, though. I remember um, literally like me and my mom went dress shopping like maybe a few days before prom. And luckily, I was able to find like, if, technically, I think I wore a cocktail dress, but I mean, I liked it. I, I loved it. Um, my sister ended up doing my makeup. My mom uh, had uh, my mom paid for me to get my hair done. Um, and then I think, if I remember correctly, me and my friend ended up going to prom together. Um, I think, I don't remember if her family gave us a ride or like if it was my family, I can't remember, but we ended up going to prom and like we had pretty, we had fun, um, which is all that matters really. And I remember, you know, once we actually like graduated, um, my mom ended up throwing me like a mini graduation party, which was also really nice. And I feel like Honestly, guys, I don't think any of that would have happened had I not changed my mindset about wanting a better um, senior year. Um, and I say that because, um, trust me, if, if I wouldn't have wanted to go to, if I, if I really wouldn't have made the effort to try to change my mindset, I wouldn't have even asked my mom if I could go to prom. Like, it would have never happened. Like, she, I don't think she would have. She might have asked me, like, once or twice. But it was one of those things where, like, I knew how bad <laughs> we were struggling when it came to money. So I felt guilty asking them for those kinds of things. But it was also one of those things where, like, my mom really wanted to do it for me. So she really, she really did all she could so that I, it could happen. Um... And I'm just glad that, you know, it, it did happen. I think it all happened, you know, the way it was meant to happen. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad that it did. Um, anyway, so let's move on to like a third example here of, um, of me manifesting without knowing about manifestation. So the, for the third example, and this one's kind of funny. Um, so after I graduated from high school, um, and I, well, I guess maybe first I should just like inform you guys of this, but so, um, I have always had a lot of psychic dreams. Um, now depending on who you ask, of course, they may or may not consider a lucid dream, a psychic dream. I consider them psychic dreams because not everybody has them. Um, and not everyone can actually like do things in their dreams like that. So, um, I, I used to have a lot of lucid dreams growing up. It's one of my psychic abilities. Um, uh, also, like, I, 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 I'm, I don't know if this, I mean, I guess it's part of, like, a medium ability, but instead of seeing dead people in, like, the flesh if you, or in flesh, you know, like, in my 3D or while I'm awake, I see them in my dreams. Usually when they have a message for me, they'll come to me in my dreams. So, um, December of 2009, um, my grandfather ended up passing away and after he passed away, and I'm not sure why this happens to me, but I feel like almost every time that someone in my family passes away, it almost like, it's almost like my medium abilities do open up a little bit because I usually tend to have a lot of very, very, very vivid, lucid type dreams right around that same time. So what ended up happening is um, after my grand my grandfather passed away December 1st of 2009 and a few days after he passed away 
I actually ended up dreaming him. I ended up having a dream that I was in Mexico, like, visiting my family. And then out of nowhere, um, we were gonna, we were celebrating something. We were gonna have, like, a feast. Actually, that makes sense now because I think this happened right around Christmas time. So I remember, you know, there was a table and we were going to have a feast and everyone was like trying to sit down. Everyone was trying to get their food and like, you know, those kinds of things. They were just trying to get ready. And I remember um, at some point I saw my grandfather come in and he didn't sit exactly like across from me, but he sat slightly across from me. And I remember, you know after he came in and he sat down I remember looking at him in the back of my mind I was like you're dead what is going on here and I remember looking around and none of my family members no one else saw him it was only me so I remember looking at him and he just kind of looked looked at me and he smiled at me now at this time of my life um I wasn't in school even though I had already graduated from high school I wasn't in college yet Um, I didn't have any near plans to go to college. I didn't have a job and I was going through like a depressive uh, episode in my life. So I ended up, um, I needed like motivation. I needed inspiration. So I feel like he came to me in my dream to kind of like inspire me to to keep going or keep trying. Um, And I feel like maybe a few weeks, maybe even a few months, after I had that dream, I ended up having a different dream. So this other dream was I was driving, even though at this time I didn't even know how to drive technically. I remember I was in my mom's Ford Explorer and I, I was just like driving down the street that was next to our street. Um, and then I think my intention was to like turn around and go back onto our street so I could go home or something. But I remember I was driving down the street and it was like, it was nighttime and it was very dark. Now the street is just naturally very dark because there's a lot of trees blocking like the, the street lights. So I remember just like driving down there and then when I turned uh, right so I can go back um, back onto my street, I ended up at the stop sign. Um, And when I was at the stop sign, I remember looking down at the cup holder and in the cup holder, I remember seeing a lottery ticket. And I remember taking that ticket and and I could see some of the numbers, not all of them, but a few of them. And I remember thinking, I can use this to win the lottery. So what I ended up doing when I woke up is I tried to remember as many of the numbers that I, I could remember from the dream. Um, and I pretty much just like started trying to, um, I ended up starting to, to try to like find out as much information as I could about the lotto and, and which different kinds of lottery games were out there or lotto games, I should say, because technically, um, not every, you know, I want to say that there's two national lotto games and those were, those are the most common known so those are the like the Powerball and the Mega Millions. So I started trying to look up and see like which ones were the different games that I could potentially play. Now I was like 18 at the time, so I didn't know 
like even how to play the game. I was barely like legal. So I could barely even start playing. So, I mean, that dream came at a good time, I guess. But um, I remember trying to find out as much information as I could about the lottery. Um, And when I say as much as I could, I literally mean like learning what the statistics were, learning how to play the game, where to go buy the game, or where to go to to purchase a ticket. Um, I looked up, you know the amounts of money that you can possibly win and one of the things that I remember learning was um that you can choose two different options when it comes to winning the jackpot is you can either go with like a lump sum or you can go with an annuity um and it just so happens that around the same time I was actually going to school um I was trying to get an associate's degree in business management And one of the classes I was taking was a financial accounting class. And I remember our teacher actually right around the same time, he was explaining to us that, you know, as an accountant, you need to be able to help like your client determine whether, you know, for example, I think he used the lottery as an example because I think the jackpot was like really big at the time. So he used that as an example and he's like, it's your job as an accountant to try to figure out which one would be the best option for your client, whether to take a lump sum or whether to take the annuity payment. So I remember thinking like, oh shit, this is a sign. This has to be a sign. I'm going to totally win. I'm totally going to win. So at the time, I still didn't know anything about, you know, manifesting. So I, I was really close to learning about manifesting, but not quite there just yet. So what ended up happening is um, I I was so into it that I I wound up making kind of like mini vision boards without knowing what vision boards were at the time. Um, What I used to do when I was in high school is I was really into fashion and I actually was considering a... um, like going to school for for fashion like design and things like that so what i used to do a lot when i was in you know in high school and i was depressed and i wanted to distract myself from i guess being depressed is i would look up like trending you know like just like trends or like designer handbags shoes and like all this stuff and then i would literally go on powerpoint and do like I guess kind of like mini vision boards, but at the time, again, I didn't know what a vision board was. So all I did was I would put the images together, like, you know, the shoes, the clothes, the bag, and and like everything, and then basically um, create like mini lookbooks. So I decided when I was trying to win the lottery to do something similar, but because um, I didn't, I didn't really do a lot for the lottery itself, what I ended up doing instead was I made a couple of different slides. One of them I remember was dedicated to like, a, you know, like dream vacations. One of them was dedicated to like dream cars. One of them was dedicated to like dream homes and those kinds of things. And I, I remember spending a lot of time and energy in like doing those. I even like when I did find out more information on like lump sums versus annuities and all this other stuff, I went as far as creating budgets for both of them. (laughs) I would literally create a budget for like uh, an annuity and I would make make a a budget for like, um, what is it called? For, uh, For the lump sum. I literally spent a lot of my time and energy like doing that. And a lot of the people around me were not supportive like at all. 
Like I remember, you know, telling a few of my coworkers um, at the time, and I feel like one of them I remember was more supportive than the other two. I remember the other two like looking at me really weird, but one of them was more optimistic. And I remember she told me, she's like, well, someone needs to win it. Why can't it be you kind of a, a thing? She was much, much cooler. Um, and I remember just kind of like, you know, I mean, that kind of discouraged me a little bit. And then um, one of my like friends at the time also was very like discouraging. Um, it was just very like, I mean, when you're when you're a kid and you're, you know, you have like big dreams, it doesn't help when someone like tries to talk you down or like, you know, makes you out to be crazy and all this. And, and I really wish that I wouldn't have let him get to me because had I not let him get to me, I would have probably actually won. And I got very close to winning. I ended up winning or I mean, I did win like 40 bucks and like maybe four, two dollars. Like I did win like every now and again, I, I would keep winning like little amounts like that, but I never won like a huge major amount, you know, like definitely not a life changing amount. I was close to winning a million dollars one time, but that's, that's as close as I got. Um, and I remember just like getting discouraged after maybe doing it for like months. So I kind of like gave up on that. So, um, I ended up just kind of like, I don't remember. I think I was like trying to focus more on school at that time because I was doing kind of slightly bad. Like I kept dropping classes and just not focusing that much on that because I it got to the point where a part of me was like so happy and convinced that I was going to win the lottery that I started thinking like, like fuck school. Like why am I trying to, like it doesn't matter because fuck school, like, I, you know. I'm gonna win the lottery, like fuck school. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, it was uh, it was pretty pretty intense. And then finally, I just kind of like I let reality sink in, and I I gave up on the lottery, and I tried to focus on on getting back into school. And it's funny because even to this day, like I still haven't graduated because <laughs> I came here pretty much a drop. I ended up dropping out at some point, but I can't remember when. Um, and then. So, so me at some point, maybe like a few years after this happened, I decided that I, I was going to try again to win the lottery. And that's actually how I ended up finding out about the law of attraction more specifically. Um, so I ended up, um, I can't remember exactly how I, how I ended up stumbling on the law of attraction, but I just thought it was, you know, it's, it's very fascinating to me how, um, you know, everyone manifests. Like, it, it's really, really genuinely true. I mean, technically, right? Like, the more you learn about, you know, universal laws, the more you know. Like, you just don't, you know? Everyone manifests. It's it's so, so freaking true. And I say that because, um, like, I manifested all of this stuff being on autopilot. Like, I manifested, you know, trying, like manifestation techniques and all this other stuff literally just by setting an intention out there and then just trying to manifest and it's crazy because even when I did stumble on the law of attraction I didn't even at the time it didn't occur to me that like I had already been manifesting prior to that and and they do tell you like no you're always manifesting and, and blah 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 and you need to try to like control your mind and control your thoughts and all this stuff 
but it wasn't until like recently that I actually like was trying to come up with content for my podcast and for my YouTube channel that it hit me like, oh shit. I mean, I can think of a few mini success stories of my own of manifesting before I even knew anything about universal laws and and what it's really helped me do in the last couple of weeks when I came to this realization is is really when it comes to witchcraft and manifestation one of the biggest things that really help you manifest is believing in your own self power finding ways to empower yourself your self-concept like all of this is so big and so important when it comes to manifestation and it's very true because I mean even as a kid I technically manifested an SP but like as an adult I overthink things like so badly that I cock block myself you know when in reality like I've been manifesting SPs since I was like a little shorty like why is so why am I like giving myself so much like grief about you know not being able to manifest that kind of stuff now as an adult if anything it should be easier but I guess it's just one of those things where when you do have a lot of depression and a lot of anxiety in your life it can it can cloud your judgment sometimes and that's just it's a part of it you know and I think right now a part of my in in my journey right now one of the biggest things for me is I'm trying to wake up every day and make sure that I do feel very empowered so that I can continue to manifest the things that I actually want because it's it's very important to me that I manifest the shit I want. And I know that that's, sounds kind of like obvious here, but when you do have depression and you do have anxiety and you sometimes get distracted by you know the 3d and the 3d circumstances and just like your everyday life it can be hard for you to like remember these things so it's always like super important to try to bring yourself back and repeat it as often as you can so that you can embed it and make it into an assumption and create it just like such a habit that it no longer becomes a problem And I definitely want to share my raw journey with all of you guys because I want you all to see that like, you know, where it all like stems from or whatever, you know, because you hear all these success stories of people where they're like, oh yeah, I manifested this like gigantic house and I manifested all this or all that, but do they actually go in depth and share with you all the shit that they went through? and did for them to be able to manifest it not always no so for me i just as a light worker i just think it's it's it is my life path i don't even think it i know it's my life path to help others on their own journeys and, and to find their own inner light so my intention for for even making a podcast or doing a youtube channel talking about my own spiritual journey is in hopes that other people will see my own examples and and or my mistakes and learn from them and grow from them and and hopefully manifest even better shit than even I have like that's my ultimate goal is to help someone become empowered on their own because that's that's the one thing that I have learned in the last like maybe year and a half of being a witch is like 
it's all about self-empowerment and and technically like learning about i feel like in more recent times it's it is technically a trend like the whole self-concept thing but honestly i think the world just needed that i think that's probably why it's such a big topic right now is because it's what the world needs like there's just so much shit out there and like a lot of people struggling to manifest that you know the more people out there the more that they realize that it's it's in them to be able to manifest the shit that they want they'll actually be able to achieve it which is why i i mean sometimes it can get a little like daunting (laughs) seeing a lot of like self-concept 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 but honestly it's just it's so important to have that self-concept and sometimes you do need to like check yourself (laughs) i know i have to check myself constantly um especially because like i work in customer service and sometimes it can be very draining as an empath um to have to deal with like other people's problems or have to deal with like people being rude and all this stuff and it kind of distracts me from like my own self-power and I react one of my biggest things is I tend to react to things and it's something that I'm definitely working on and I definitely hope that you all will see growth in me and me not reacting or anything like that and I'll definitely share stories more along the way um for now I do appreciate it if if you guys took the time and the energy to listen to me ramble about this stuff. Um, if you guys are interested, please try to subscribe to my uh, podcast or my YouTube channel. I will definitely try to um, include like the link to my channel in the description as well as my other social media accounts. I, I have a Pinterest account um dedicated to like my witchcraft and all this and then I do have like a personal one but I am trying to blend my my uh witchcraft one with manifestation as well so I just recently also started including like my own little vision boards and stuff and I would love to someday share the actual like things that I manifested from that vision board because I think that would be that would be amazing Alrighty, so this is getting kind of long, but like I said, I do appreciate you all taking the time to listen Um, until the next episode. See you all next time.